0: Welcome to the Broadcast Dialogue podcast, the show all about the media industry in Canada. Welcome to Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. I'm Sean Smith. Zach Sang has been described as a radio prodigy. The story goes, and it's accurate, that he began broadcasting at 14 over the internet from his bedroom in New Jersey. And in a short time, he amassed such a following that the tour buses would start pulling up outside the house and the likes of Selena Gomez and Ariana Grande would pop into his room to do interviews. Now, about five years ago, he came into my orbit when our team at Momentum was asked to create the launch materials and marketing for his national radio show. And now he's heard on almost 100 stations across North America. Zach really is reinventing CHR nights and the weekly countdown concept. It's not just counting down the records part. It's his fresh approach to what a radio personality should be in this day and age. Authentic, passionate, social driven perfectly in tune with his audience. And why shouldn't he be? He's 25 and represents the next generation of radio listeners. And he's here right now. Zach, welcome to the podcast. Hello, I'm doing great
1: <laughs> I'm so glad Good. that you're hosting A podcast, that makes me happy Aw, oh, you're just, you know how to blow Smoke, dude, well, I, I if I Really wanted to blow smoke up your your very Svelte tuchus, I would Bring up the fact that you were losing weight dramatically in, in, in such a beautiful way, but like We don't want to draw attention to that because You're handsome no, regardless. No, we certainly
0: don't, oh bless Your sweetheart. <laughs> hey look, if it's Okay with you, I want to talk countdown
1: Yeah dude, I mean, uh, I, this is the First opportunity I'm having to really talk about the countdown that's not me doing the countdown (laughs) or that's not like a uh meeting like a phone call or something so i would love to get into the countdown in depth because i think the the countdown has a huge place in radio but also a huge place in our world so
0: yeah let's do it right well let's get into that because this the concept really has come out of your head um and in I'm wondering, you know, the way the world is unfolding right now with a lot of this sort of me first political stuff, the idea of a worldwide countdown, was there, is this sort of like a subtle reaction to that? I, I, I think it's... A, e- Not a reaction to the me first, but I think it's an
1: understanding of what the next generation, not just of America, not just of Canada, but what the next generation of our world is actually looking for and what they want. And with the internet, everybody is more connected now than ever. So really we have borders just in in theory almost do you know what i mean like i could be an american i could yeah. be talking to somebody in egypt and somebody in egypt could be talking to somebody in korea and somebody in korea could be talking to somebody in china somebody in china could be talking to somebody in germany so borders that's kind of just like i don't i don't want to say like an old man thing But it kind of is because the world is now more connected than ever. So on one side, yeah, you look at like the political climate, whether it's tariffs or the G7 nonsense that Donald Trump causes. And yeah, on on that side, obviously, we look kind of divided. But he doesn't speak for the next generation of our world at all. And I've gotten to really know a lot of people who are in my generation and younger, who are from all different parts of this planet. And a a big eye opener for me has been two things. The one thing has been BTS, their Korean pop boy group. And these right. guys, I mean, all their songs are in Korean, but they have a way of understanding the struggle that is growing up in our world today. So the fact that these you know guys from Korea can relate to so many girls and so many people all over this planet, young and old, uh, the music defies any sort of border. Music is such a universal language. And I think BTS really embodies that on a whole new level. I'm playing BTS Fake Love every night on the radio here in the States. And you wanna know something? I've gotten more messages on that song than any other record I've ever played because people wanna know what it is. And people at first think they're hearing something wrong, but no, you're hearing Korean lyrics Just give it a Google, you know, and and understand what those lyrics are and what they represent. And obviously people are attracted to the beat of music and the melodies that, you know, are more than just lyrics. So I I think BTS opened my eyes to a global world and a real understanding that the next generation of our world (laughs) wants it to be global. And then I tell you part two that has opened my eyes into as to why. Music is so freaking universal, man. Uh, I met somebody on Tinder a few weeks ago, and they're here in the States learning English. They're from Colombia. They're from Bogota. And I know... I can understand Spanish very well, but I can't speak it. But he's here learning English, so he's still Mm -hmm. figuring it all out. We've hung out for days now, and we would just sit and listen to music for six, seven hours straight. And... Yeah, we, we would communicate, we'd talk about it all, but this this understanding and this feeling that you know two people from different parts of the planet speaking two completely different languages can come together and really be centered around music, It's that's special. And that was like, it started with BTS, yeah, very heavily in my life, but very much in my professional life, and then now I have this in my personal life where... I'm dating somebody who speaks Spanish. They don't speak English, but yet the way we connect, the way we understand each other, the way we communicate, it's so much more than just the language. Music is so much more. It's like, it's a pulse. Do you know what I mean? Like that beat is a pulse. Whether that beat could be slow or fast, it's a pulse and you can, you really can latch onto it and connect to it. And you don't need to speak the same language to understand that.
0: Mm-hmm. And you can turn off the politics and turn on the music, baby.
1: Oh, yeah. By, by the way, you know, going back to our world wanting to be our next generation of our world wanting to be a global world. You know, that's something mm-hmm. that the person I, I'm currently seeing wants too. And they're from Colombia. You know, like that's all they want. They want to see a world that works together for each other, not a world that is separate and definitely not equal.
0: Well, obviously, somebody in Canada uh, agrees with you on that because the concept of the show was partially born in Canada too, and that somebody is Paul Kay from Rogers, right? Yeah, he's Can the you best take me ever. Inside uh, the thinking and the uh, the simpatico that exists between you and Paul.
1: I mean, I, I understand Paul Kay because he's adventurous. He pushes the limits, and he's uh, he he rethinks radio from a content first perspective. He understands talent better than any person I've talked to in this industry ever. He's not a program director. He's an audience advocate number one and number two he's a talent and content advocate that's how he you know sets the tone for everything that he does so he understands what I do he understands this idea that my generation and Generation Z are super connected you know we are very much we are more the same than we are different and the one thing I I applaud Paul for because what we're doing with the Worldwide Countdown and it is a slow build and I, I told Julie Adams too, my goal is to build a community A community of people who get together every weekend and just download on the week together listen to the best music from all over the world and really just connect on things that are life and love and laugh and and music it's it's like you you want it to be a reality but at the same time you want it to be an escape if that makes any sense and I think music allows us to do that in a very big way so yeah we're talking about life but we're not talking about politics but we are talking about you know culture culture is culture people People in Colombia know Ariana Grande. People in Germany know Ariana Grande. People in freaking Spain or in Canada. I mean, everywhere. You know, there's Again, I, I'll keep going back to the fact that we are all way more similar than we are different
0: well that's reflected in the team behind the show because we have you a hollywood-based american guy we've got paul who's a canadian-based british guy we've got uh, a host of canadian stations that are on board with the countdown yes. and more to come around the world so uh and that's uh, the cool thing we want is, to do uh, bathed in internationality doesn't it
1: yes but that's what's going to make the show so special and that's what makes the show Really a community. So the the goal for the show is to pick up radio stations all over the world and then have different correspondents from different parts of the globe contributing every week, whether it's highlighting music from their region or highlighting, you know, discussions and stories coming out of their region. I want everybody to be connected. Every weekend, it's a chance for us all to download and take a... Pr- it's a chance for us all to take a break from the week and really get an understanding of uh, th- this... Uh, it, as I'm, I'm saying this while I'm staring at a globe, dude, because I, I keep a little globe on my desk, <laughs> just to understand like you know, the world is big, obviously, but at the same time, it is so small. So I, I think building a community of people who understand that music can really bring us together, but when we highlight different regions of our globe, we're also gonna be educating people. At the same time, if that makes any sense. You know, if we have somebody from Egypt checking in or Dubai checking in or Germany checking in every week, it's it's going to open a lot of people's minds and a lot of people's eyes to the fact that, like, yeah, like this guy's from Egypt. But you know what? They care about uh, the the Drake and Pusha T beef. You know, they care about the Kanye West album. But you know what's coming out of Egypt this week? This little kid who's, you know, 16 years old making beats out of his basement. And that's a hot record that we're going to put on the radio. So I, I, it's it's a global community, but it's a global community around culture and around music. Nothing more,
0: nothing So it's a less. countdown, and you're reinventing the countdown in a lot of ways, both on a uh, geographical perspective, but also yeah. uh, I think for a guy who's 25 years old, who's smack dab in the CHR demo, you're really reinventing it. Uh, from within the next generation of radio listeners. Talk to me about that. What do we old guys in the business need to understand about people uh, who are 25?
1: Um, you, we're, we, we know a lot more than you think. We are way more connected <laughs> than ever before. Yeah. And you know, we don't want fake. We don't want nonsense. We want authenticity. We want realness. We want there to be a pulse and a brain and a heart behind everything that's done. Because we understand our value as individuals, you know, uh, uh, granted, a lot of times, like, here's the deal, we understand our value as individuals as it relates to, you know, pick and choosing the relationships we choose to form. Does that make sense? Right? Like, we we can't, we as a consumer, as an audience member, we we can't be, you know, best friends with everybody. We can't follow everybody. So we want to make sure that we're picking and choosing the right people to invest our time and energy to. Because you got to think about it. You know, people in my generation and younger, they use their phones more than anything else. Obviously, it is such an intimate device. Besides the fact that it holds all your text messages and your calls, it's you hold it so close to your freaking face. It holds all your photos, whether they be clothed or nude. So, you know, when you're following somebody on Instagram what? or Twitter, what? what you don't you don't you, take naked photos?
0: No, nobody wants to see that. But uh, I don't
1: know. I get what you're you're looking scalp down. But it's a personal thing. It's a personal <laughs> object. So when you're holding somebody's, when you're holding your phone close to your face, right, and you're looking at somebody's mm-hmm. feed on Twitter or on Instagram and it's all visual, that's a very personal thing. It's almost like having a conversation with somebody. So you you want to do that with the person you feel the most connected to, the most related to, and you want to know you're doing it with somebody who uh, you, you understand but also understands you. So I, I think we're authentic people. We don't want nonsense. And I think you you see things like Logan Paul or Jake Paul out there, you know, granted, they're, they're dumb kids, they're idiot, crazy people, but you know what? They're authentic. Like they were being real to them and it works,
0: you know? Well, you're talking to us today on the broadcast dialogue podcast. So you're talking to industry people for the most part. Um, and and you're probably getting into the ears of, uh, some talent, uh, some young talent across, across the, uh, the universe here. Um, can you sort of, Uh, I would think a lot of young talent today is looking for a role model and looking for some guidance Um, and they may or may not be getting it depending on where they're working and the market and so on. Um, What does it take in your mind to be a successful talent uh, young in the business today? Do you have Uh, any any thoughts on that? Yeah. Give it your all.
1: Invest everything you have, every fiber of your being. I made a commitment to myself like nine years ago. And I said, I'm going to share every part of my life on the radio. I also didn't have many friends growing up. So I found, just like a lot of people find a relationship in radio, I found a relationship with the microphone that's connected to those speakers because I had nobody else. And I made a commitment to myself to give everything I have. And I I don't mean that to sound like a crazy person because I want to live my life and be a normal person. But I mean, there's no boundaries. Authenticity and realness... That's what I'm about. I want to be honest. I want it to tap in my life for content and for understanding because when you do that, that's how you really connect with people on a grand scale. And it, I'll keep going back to the fact that we are all way more the same than we are different, right? You know, if I open myself up and I open myself up on the radio, I know that there's people out there that are going to understand and relate. To what I'm talking about, and I know that there's funny in what I go through. I know there's sadness. I know there's happiness. There's laugh and there's love. You know, like it's the roller coaster of life. So I would say to somebody who is young in the business, give it everything you have, and and I think you could do that in a couple different ways. And I started early on in my life, understanding that I'm going to give both. I'm going to be in the radio studio for as many hours as I needed to, and as many hours as I could actually be there. And I was going to give myself personally. I was going to be a complete and total open book. So I, you, you got to do both. I think to be a real personality that's more than just a jock. Um, and it goes back to what people want today. They want authenticity. You know, th- that, that's like at the root of any great show is realness and a person
0: you seem to have that innate ability to connect with people whether they're you know uh just ordinary folk on the telephone or they're a-list celebrities who make bazillions of dollars a year
1: my grandma used to call me the mayor i used to i, I used to go around her uh she lived in an old people's home and i used to go around and uh-huh. i meet meet everybody and i was like five six seven i did it for years and i loved it but but, but That goes back to like, yeah, I I, thank you so much for saying that. Whether it's somebody on the phone or it's a celebrity in the studio, I I, I strive to make them feel comfortable, but I'm just myself in that moment. I'm not, like, I don't turn anything on. Like, that's the thing too, across the board in this whole show, I don't turn anything on. Like, maybe there's a little pep in my voice, but beyond that, I am who I
0: am. I'm going to throw a dated Canadian reference at you. You're the king of Kensington. Google it.
1: (laughs) I will right now.
0: So- So what about local radio talent when they're faced with an Ariana Grande or a Selena Gomez? What are are the do's and don'ts when you get face to face with somebody of that uh, fame?
1: If you have an interview with them, you need to educate yourself. Have an understanding of who they are, what they've done, where they want to go and why they're there. If you're educated on your interview subject, that's like 60 or 70 percent of the battle. Right. But a lot of people don't do it ever. And I I always started, like, back when I was doing a radio show from my bedroom, I would only do interviews on the phone, but they would last around 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and that's how I started, like, kind of, like, building up my skills and ability, and then I was lucky to actually start having people in the studio, and then from there I made friends, so I got a chance to watch my friends, like Ariana Grande, do all these promo tours. Like I would sit behind a screen while she was doing international interviews or, you know, domestic radio interviews just for like a promo cycle. And I would just, I, I I just, I hear these people not know who they're talking to. And you you can't expect somebody to feel comfortable or to open up to you if you don't even know. So you really got to understand who you're speaking to and just do research. It's not that hard of a job to do research, but beyond that, Know your bounds. Know that you are talking to another human being. Know that that person across from you feels like you, loves like you, hurts like you. Dude, they bleed like you. And words matter. So when when you want to go for a gotcha question, know that like <laughs> that's going to be with that artist all day, all week, all month. Sometimes they last forever. And you know what? They're never going to pay off in the long run because that artist is going to remember it for the rest of their lives because words matter. Uh, you got to also like i think you know my big note is always like make people comfortable but i think all of what i've said here leads up to them being comfortable you know don't be outrageous don't be that guy who needs to ask that question because you think it's going to go viral like no you you, you can't lead an interview w- with the intention of going viral because then it's just going to be a mess and you might end up going viral for the wrong reasons honestly i've watched that happen too a ton of times so in a nutshell, know who you're talking to, understand that your words matter and they're the people you're talking to, the Selena Gomez's and Ariana and Justin's of the world. They bleed and feel just like you and I. And three, if you're going for the gotcha, you're going to walk away with your, your tail between your legs and you're never going to get a second shot at doing an interview ever again.
0: Seriously, I, so I again, develop that rapport that's genuine You're likely to get an exclusive just by being approachable.
1: Dude, we've made more. Never mind gotcha. We've made so many headlines. Every headline we've made, we don't go out to seek it. It just naturally happens. Because once you really get somebody to open up and you open up and they feel comfortable and, you know, we have a couch in our studio. So when they're sitting crisscross applesauce, just chilling, they lose the fact that they're in an interview. And once you do that, you can really, that's when like you can you can really get what the listener wants do you get what i'm saying but like the, the motives need to be right because when the motives aren't right. pure i don't know the universe has a way of just like nipping it in the butt
0: can you share a couple of your favorite moments that just sort of tumble oh. out of that kind of approach
1: dude all i mean yeah like so many because it's i won't do an interview if if i don't if i don't get to go at it this way uh Alessia Caro was just here She uh, talked all about her Grammy drama. You know, the people didn't want her to win a Grammy even though she won. They didn't feel like she was the right person. And it was attached to feminism. And this last Grammys didn't have uh, many females being represented. And she was one of the only ones, if not the only one, who won that night on TV. Um, So she really opened up in a deep way about that. But she opened up about her personal struggles, her depression, her therapy, and the fact that she's writing songs in bathtubs or I don't know like that was just that that's one that sticks with me but there's been so many it's hard to think um I I hate when I don't have these answers like ready to go because I go Uh, in my head it's like imagine a file cabinet with every different there's a folder for every celebrity that's come on and some have come on five times Selena Gomez has been on nine times Ariana's been on like seven so I'm thinking any moment you see that's gone viral has come out of this so Justin Bieber talking about religion That came out of this, you know, and that's that's the only time Justin Bieber has ever been on the record record talking about the role religion plays in his life or him talking about his nude photos um, or Selena Gomez opening about uh, opening up about therapy and um, her life and her struggle. There's dude, there's so much. It's it's hard for me to really give you concrete. But if I went through it, I'd be able to pinpoint more. But Justin Bieber is a big one. Justin Bieber was an interesting person to interview. And when he first came in, he had canceled on the show three times leading up to it. Mm. And he tweeted about coming on, too, and he still canceled. And I remember the first thing I did when he walked in was I gave him the middle finger. You know, I was like, screw you, (laughs) man. Like, what's wrong with you? And he had called me the night before. And he had, you know, he got emotional with me and opened up as to why he ended up canceling and stuff. Um, But I still gave him the middle finger. And (laughs) I showed him a photo of he and I back in 2010, I th- no, probably earlier, 2008 or 2009. Um, it was the yeah. first radio concert I've ever been to, but it was also the first radio concert that Justin Bieber ever played at. And he wow. started to cry. <laughs> he, Aww. He, yeah, it was really beautiful. It, it was really nice. And uh, that was just one of the moments attached to you know making somebody feel comfortable and known and safe. And letting them understand that, like, by the way, Justin Bieber felt so comfortable in that interview that he was only supposed to stay for 20 minutes. He stayed for two hours. Um, He cursed casually on the live radio. Um, He played soccer with a homeless person and all of his fans out front. And he had a couple shots like (laughs) he he hung around. It was really special.
0: Really, really that's, special. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. And and by the way, like hey, look, he'll I'm, come back on yeah. anytime.
1: Like you know, he won't do a lot of interviews ever, and he doesn't need to. But uh, we're the one place that he will go. So that's pretty cool. Mm.
0: Are you at the point uh, in your career where the interviews come to you, or do you still have to go out there and pitch?
1: Um, I. It's a combination. Like I pitched the other day for Julia Michaels and DNCE. But uh, at this point, it's like more putting it on their people's radar that we want to have them in. And we're really lucky, like our interviews resonate with people and they resonate with artists. Like Alessia came in here the other day and we were just talking about music consumption and she admitted that she watches every one of our interviews. And she went into why she loves them and why they matter to her. You know, Diplo comes on the show only after watching Justin Bieber's interview. Or, you know, mm. Niall Horan comes in only after hearing Zayn call us. And Zayn feels so comfortable and open. It, it, it's all connected. We we still pitch. Like, the 13 Reasons Why kids, dude, they're, like, getting in touch with the freaking president. No, no, no. Actually, I was able to get in <laughs> touch with the White House easier than I can get in touch with Dylan Minetti. It's nutso. Wow. But, yeah, so we pitch for them. But on the music side, people know us. They get us. But, but a lot of the times, like, when the artist gets in here... They've watched our stuff before. So it's, it's, we're very lucky in a sense that we create content here that resonates with you know, a lot of different people, whether they be famous musicians or some TV people or just people like you and I, normal human beings, just wanting to learn more about music.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, I know you're, uh, you wouldn't classify yourself this way, but I know you to be a perfectionist. Uh, <laughs> so the worldwide countdown isn't even really started yet. I know in your yeah. head. What do you have in store for the programmers and the listeners with regard to global uh, Zach saying worldwide countdown? Global Talk to me, baby.
1: community. And so really, what what I want to do is I want to have different people from all over the world checking in every week and supplying content and creating conversation. I want it to be more than just me and a couple callers. I want it to be very much representative of what our world is today and what we want it to be, all centered around music. So I mean The global correspondence is just one of the pieces. I want to start doing challenges every week where we send out different missions for people all over the world to kind of carry out. And all those missions are going to be attached to people feeling good and also, you know, people laughing. And, you know, kind of it's I don't want to I don't want to give away too, too much on the mission part of it because I want everyone to be very unique and everyone to have a story attached to it. But uh, it goes back to community, right? I think that's the most important thing. So I want to have global correspondence. I want to be able to, you know, create different social missions that everybody who's a part of the worldwide countdown community could be a part of. But I also want to start including more celebrities. I want them to host the countdown with me. Like, I would love for Sean Mendez to come in and, like, host the, the top 10 songs for the week, you know, or even host the entire thing. Uh, I want mm-hmm. ut- to utilize a lot more celebrity. But, um... But also, like, you don't, you want it to be a balance, right? You don't want there to be too many celebrities and too little, you know, re- realistic and, you know, realistic representation of human beings that aren't musicians. So I want it to be a little bit of a give and take. But um, we're going to get some more celebrities in there. But I think the first part for us is to make this into a global thing and to highlight mm-hmm. more musicians. And I want the musicians that we're highlighting to, to be from anywhere. And they don't need to be signed by major labels. Like, send us music. Again, it's a community. I tell you what I like, you tell me what you like, and that's what's gonna build this countdown every week. We're all in this so together. you
0: looking for music. You're looking for correspondence. What is uh, Zach Sang's method of discovery? How do people get with you?
1: Social media, on anything. You can call me, I'm always in the studio. I mean, it's crazy. 888-515-ZACH, I'm always around. People call me at like, at like 7.30 in the morning and they're surprised when I answer. They like call just to test if anybody's here, and then I answer, and they freak out. I always answer. Dude,
0: that's the number I called. Yeah, that, that, that's the number yeah, I called. No, yeah. gotcha.
1: Yeah, my office number is also my radio number. <laughs> but, but yeah, you it's can call me. It's also
0: your uh, Tinder number, too.
1: That's right. <laughs> a lot what? of uh, dirty voicemails. No, no not, not yeah. really. Um, but you can call me whenever you want, or you can reach out to me on any form of social media. Zach Sang1 on Twitter. Zach Sang on Instagram. Uh, if people still email, you can email me too uh, Zsang at westwood one dot com hit me up on youtube dude it's the internet. Google my name and you'll find a way to get in touch with me i'm a very accessible person. There are no layers between me and anybody else, like literally zero so
0: call accessible me. and successful okay uh, Listen, w- accessible yes there's every programmer in the country is listening right now. <laughs> great no pressure seconds, go worldwide countdown
1: dude t- so. take the take the worldwide countdown because you are going to want to be a part of this movement you're you're going to want to be a part of this idea and this understanding that music really brings people together and it doesn't divide us and in a in a time where Our world, yes, is divided. Our politicians may be divided, but the next generation of our world is not. They want to connect with one another and they want to connect with each other over common ground. And I think we owe it to the people who listen to our radio stations, whether they be in Canada or in the States or in Germany or the UK, to represent everything, to represent what our key demos are going through all over the world. I I really think that this is more than just a show. This is a community. This is a movement. This is something that... regardless, will come to fruition and become reality. You know, maybe it'll be 10 years, 15 years, 30 years, 50 years, whatever. We're going to live in a more global world as our time progresses. I promise you. And I think the Worldwide Countdown is just a part of what that movement is and what it could be and this understanding that we are all way more the same than we will ever be different. And if we can come together and talk about what's going on in our different countries and connect over great music every weekend, come on, like that's, I don't know if I was a program director, I would want to be a part of that because it's more than just getting great records and compelling content out to my listeners. It's you're playing a much larger role in the development of the next generation of our world. Does that make sense? Because i Zach
0: saying represent brother, dude, I I really,
1: I even here in the States, I, I I understand the responsibility that's attached to this microphone that I'm talking into right now. I get Mm -hmm. it. It, it, it's a responsibility that, yeah, we need to make our audience laugh. We need to relate to them. We need to connect with them. We need to give them great content. But you know what? We need to reflect them. We need to be them. And we we need to be them in the now, but also where they're going. Because then we're we're, we're, it, we're, we're shaping so much more than just one hour block of programming or just a couple songs. We're shaping the way the next generation develops and understands the rest of this world. I I just, I don't know. I think it's really, it's special. It's really, really special. So, I mean, hey, you can want to do whatever you want to do on the weekends and that's cool. But, but know that with the Worldwide Countdown, you're not just getting great content and A-list interviews and exclusives, but you're also, you know, shaping our culture and our global humanity for the better. And you're educating people. Exactly.
0: Yeah. You you aced the audition, bro.
1: Dude, I'm very passionate about it because, you know, I I saw you Sean. I saw it here in the States. Like when, when, you know, um, one of my co-hosts was uh, was openly gay on the air for a long time. And like I said earlier, I live my life very open and honestly. But the one thing I don't do is I don't tell um, I, I won't say the gender of the person I'm dating as of yet. And right. I do that for a couple different reasons. And the one major reason is I want people to understand that love is love. I want people to understand that what I go through, um, w- what somebody goes through with a guy or with a girl or w- dating a plant, it's all the same, man. Love is love. The trials and tribulations of a heterosexual couple and a homosexual couple and a pansexual couple or a trans couple, dude. It's all the freaking same. So, uh, you know, we have a responsibility as, you know, pillars in our community to shine a very bright light on what the future needs to look like and what the f- what our community wants the future to be. So uh, I don't know. I, I you know th- we're, we're more than just a radio show. You know, we're we're a part of the community, global community and local community.
0: And therein is the answer to how do you reinvent the countdown? Just like that, my friend. Zach Sang, thanks for joining us today yeah. and uh, thanks for letting me all me best with your worldwide domination. <laughs> hey, can't
1: do it without you guys. And I thank, I thank Paul Kay. I thank Julie Adams. I thank every PD out there who has taken a chance on the worldwide countdown. It means so much. And I promise you, every week we're going to be churning out a quality co- countdown that I promise you, I promise you, will play a much larger role in this world than we all could really think right now. I just, I know it. I feel it. I see it. I see it online. So we're on our way. So please be a part of this journey because it's going to be a journey that's, it's a special one. And I think it's going to be a journey that's going to have lasting effects, like way after we're all gone.
0: Zach Sang is host of the Westwood One nightly seven to midnight CHR radio show, The Zach Sang Show, as well as Momentum Media Network's Zach Sang Worldwide Countdown. He joined us from Los Angeles. I'm Sean Smith.